The following is a presentation of Gallery Church Downtown, part of a family of neighborhood churches seeking to display God's greatness to the world. For more information, please visit gcbdowntown.com. Reading from John chapter 5, 1 through 18, and if you have the Bibles that are underneath the Lord's Supper's table, it's going to be on page 1067. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. People used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. And so the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, it is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, the man who made me well said to me, pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, who is this fellow who who told you to pick it up and walk? The man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, see, you're well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had made him well. So because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute him. In his defense, Jesus said to them, My father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. For this reason, they tried all the more to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal to God. May God bless the reading of the word. Let's see, we're going to... We're going to talk about uh, this passage that's saying that the healing and breaking uh, the Sabbath. Um, as I said, it is, it's good for me to be the first one here. And uh, to confess one thing to you, I like to be the first one sometimes. <laughs> and uh, a, a little bit competitive. Not as much as my wife, she's very competitive. If you enter in a, compet- a competition with her, you'll see. And so my son, Pedro, he's very competitive too. And he's on, on that um, little moment of his life that he, he must be the first one in everything. From uh, like uh, a single glass of uh, juice, he must be the first one to receive it. From our race, like uh, through uh, the corridor to the elevator, he must win the, the, the race. So, uh, in, as a father, I think I was, th- uh, I was thinking, maybe I, I should let him win. I should let him, like, think he's powerful, he's strong, he's faster. And, but a few weeks ago, I was thinking, oh, that's not correct. He had to learn that life is not so easy, right? So I start to beat him in some races. And some fights, he started to get upset, started to cry, it's not fair. So, oh, of course it's fair, you have to learn. And, 
but it just lasts for two weeks because now he's coming like with this new phrase. Oh, the first one will be the last, and the last will be the first. <laughs> I think he's reading Matthew. He knows this. Now he's using like when he wants. Now if he wins, no, I won. He lost. No, I lost, so I'm the winner. So, so it's so funny. What I'm talking about this, be the first one in, 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 in race, because I could just read about, uh, I could just read about the Jesus went to Jerusalem to this Jewish celebration, right? And Jesus went to the pool called Bethesda. And Bethesda means house of mercy. And on that place, Mercy was an unknown word. No one was practicing mercy on that place. Mercy was so far from that place, so far from, that, from their hearts. There was no mercy on that place because they want to be the first one. There's that, this pool, and everybody believed that if there's something coming from heaven and stir that water, the first one that jumped on that pool would be healed. So there is no space for mercy. No one was worried about his neighbor. No one was worried about help each other. Every man for himself, right? First, I can do my, my things first. And then, I'll be the victorious. I'll be the, the, the winner. People really believe the first one to jump on that pool would be healed. And in verse 3 says, Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. And you can add some adjectives here too. Maybe the liar, maybe the selfish, maybe the, I don't know, you can help me with some words. I think you notice that I'm not from here. So I think your English is better than mine. So maybe the adjective. Maybe the gossiper. The drug addicted. I think you can put your own adjective here. Your own disability here on this list. I can put my own disability on this list. And everybody was gathered on that place when to be the first one to receive the blessing, to be healed. They were waiting for some, someone to come from heaven, maybe angel, maybe some, I don't know, divine intervention to stir that water. And as soon as that water was stirred, this, this angel can give this magic water so he can, they can be healed. They put their faith, their hope in the wrong place. They put their hope and their faith on that pool, on that water. They really believe that on that pool, they could be healed. From that pool, they could be healed. Heal their problems and disabilities. In verse 5 says, One who was there 
had been invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for so long, he asked him, do you want to be well? Do you want to get well? I believe Jesus, Jesus didn't only knew that man was like paralyzed for 38 years. I think Jesus, I really believe Jesus also knew that the faith and the hope of that man was dead. So what may, uh, made that man go to that place for 38 years, knowing that maybe he would leave that place at the same situation, with the same problem, 38 years going to the place, and nothing happened. You know what? I believe that man was hiding himself. Because it's easy to, for us to hide ourselves in a crowd where they have the same disabilities, they have, they have the same problems, the same shoes. We are here at this place because maybe there's someone worse than, than, than me here. Maybe someone's problems is worse. Maybe I'm not that bad. So we start to hide ourselves. I believe that man was like used to that situation, you know. I'm, I'm fine. These people have the same situation. There's blind, there's lame, the paralyzed people here. So it's easy for me. I'm getting used to it. I don't have to change. It's comfortable, comfortable for me to be here among these people. But when we get used to these problems, when we get used to our disabilities, our faith and our hope start to die slowly. And year by year, we go to the same place, doing the same ritual things, and not changing our lives. But in verse 7, look what the man said to Jesus. Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? And the man replied, sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool. When the water is stirred, while I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. You know, the paralyzed man did not believe that he could get healed anymore. But while everyone was looking to the pool, to their situations, Jesus was looking to him. Jesus was looking at him and looking at his heart. Jesus knew what he had inside of him. Jesus knew that his faith was dead. His faith was dead. Jesus wasn't looking at just for, for his situation on that moment. He was looking inside of that man. And he, we start to bring like excuses to Jesus. We try, we try to find people to blame. Oh, because of my mom, because of my father, because of my parents, because of my boss, I lost my, my job, because I'm, I'm on this situation, because I'm sick. So I cannot change. There's so many reasons just, but the, the, why I cannot change. So many reasons. And we start to put this excuse to Jesus. But you know what? Jesus doesn't, doesn't care about your 
your excuses. Jesus did not ask anything for him. The only thing that Jesus said was, on verse 8, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. Jesus didn't spit on the floor, make some mud, and put his on his legs. Jesus, the Bible didn't say that Jesus even touched that man. Jesus just said to him, Get up, pick, your mat, pick up your mat, and walk. And the Bible says that in the beginning was the Word, it was, was with God, and the, was, the Word was God. Jesus was the Word of God. Jesus was the, the, the answer for our problems, for our situations, for our disabilities. He's the Word. The living word. You know, that man was waiting for someone to come down from heaven and touch him and maybe take him to the water. And the man said, There is no one to take me to the water. There's no way to, for that man to go to the water. There's no way for that man to reach that water. But you know what? Jesus Christ, the living water, went to that man. He couldn't make it to the water, but the water, the living water went to him and spoke to him and set him free from his prison. That place was known by House of Mercy. So Jesus was showing the real mercy on that place for the hopeless, for the blind, for the sick, for the liar, for the addicted, for the murderer. He was showing the mercy to the people. And Jesus was there on that place. And Jesus is here this morning. I don't know your situation. I don't know your your excuses this morning. I don't know the problem that's holding you for years on the same place. But the same Jesus that was there on that pool, the house of mercy is here on this house of mercy, trying to show his mercy to you. So you have to only to look at him. Do not look at the pool anymore. Do not look at the blessings anymore. For to, to put our hope and, and your, in your faith in, in different things. Just put our hope and faith on Him. And on that place, there was no competition anymore. When Jesus gets to a place, there's no competition anymore. There's no winner. There's no loser Jesus is for everyone. Jesus is for everyone. You don't have to race. You don't have to be the best one. You just have to look at Jesus and say, Jesus, I understand that I was looking to the wrong place. My eyes was looking to the different direction, Jesus, but I want to look at you now. I don't have to go to the water anymore. You came to me. To save me. To change my situation. 
you know, there's a sad part of this story. Continue the verse 10. The day on which this took place was Sabbath. And so the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, It is Sabbath, and the law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this fellow that told you to pick, up, pick it up and walk? The man who was healed had no idea who it was. For Jesus had slipped uh, away into the crowd that was there. They had just one chance to be healed. Jesus was there. That, that crowd was like, had the opportunity to be healed. But no, they were looking in the wrong direction. Sometimes when I, when I buy something new to Pedro, and I give to him like this, this new toy, he's so excited with the toy. And he, he doesn't even look at me, he looks at the toy I say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Put it on the floor and open the box and start to play. And I said, what you should say? Say, thank you, daddy. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you very much for the, the, the present, for the new toy. But I'm happy when he, he likes the toy that I give to him. I'm really happy. But oh, what I really love, I don't have my moment with him. He just put his little hands on my, on my face and say, I love you, Daddy. More than one hour. So he, he's learning now that he thinks one hour is like that much. So more than one hour. I said, no, no. I have to say, I love you forever. So, uh, yeah, I love you more than one hour. Forever. That's good. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> but no, I think God is expecting the same thing from us. We have to stop to look to. God's hands. We are always looking to God's hand, what God can give to us. What's the next present that God can give to me? I, I, I want a new car. I want a new house. I want a wife, a husband. I want a new job. We always look at His hands. But God wants us to look, stop and look at His face. Have you stopped to think about this? That we are always looking to his hands. We never stop and say, Jesus, God, I, I just love you. I love you more than one hour. I love you forever, God. I love you so much. You are my, my, my biggest present. I don't need anything else. I just need you. I just need to look at your face, Lord. This makes God's heart happy it's cool to have new, different things new things in our lives but the best thing is to have Jesus in our life to have this relationship with our father verse 14 later Jesus found him at the, at the temple and said to him See, 
you are well again. I was talking to Paulo this, I think it was last night or this morning. I didn't realize this was a saying, you are well again. It means that he was well before, right? And he got on that situation for 38 years, but now he's well again. And so, something make him to be on that situation. And just say to him, stop sinning. Or something worse may happen to you. And I think in all this story about like angels, about the pool, about the water, about like people going, coming to that place, house of mercy. This is the main point of this story. This is went to Jerusalem for a Jew celebration and chose the only place there was no party. No joy, no celebration. Did you realize that? He went to a party, but he went to a place that is, where there's no party. There's no joy. He went to a place where everyone was forgotten. Jesus went there to take salvation. Do you know... What separates us from God since the beginning was our sins. Our sins separate us from God. And this, this is the reason that why that man was thirsty for 38 years on the same situation. The sin of that man was separate him from God. The sin separates us from God, but Jesus said, Do not sin anymore, otherwise you'll be worse. Your situation will be even worse. Jesus just went there to take salvation to people. And John Baptist says in John 1, 29, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John Baptist looked at Jesus and said, Look, the Lamb that takes away the sin of the world. This is the main reason that Jesus came to this world. He came from heaven to walk. To, he born here. To walk, he walked among us. He died on the cross. He, he's alive again. But all these things happened because he wanted to bring not a new car for you, nor a new house for you. But he died on the cross. He came here to bring salvation to you. Do you understand that, church? This is the main point. Salvation. This doesn't want to make you just feel good. He doesn't want to change your circumstance only. It's good when he changes our circumstances. But he doesn't want to change our circumstance only. He came to change people. This is the main point. He wants to change your heart, your heart this morning. If he can change your heart this morning, you'll be well. You can walk again. You can see in a different direction. You're not looking the wrong place anymore. You're going to look to Jesus and you're going to walk. You'll be free from your sins. You're going to walk.
All other things are consequences. Maybe we can end with the same old car, with the same rented house, with the same old clothes. But if you really confess your sins to Jesus, He can give you a new heart. This is the new. This is the, the good news of, of the kingdom. This is the good news of Jesus' salvation. I know that the, the title says that Jesus breaks the Sabbath, but I just want to stop here because I think Jesus is over all these things. He, do, he doesn't need to explain himself. He's so, uh, sovereign, sovereign, sovereign over all situations, over all time. He, 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 he can do whatever he wants because he's God. So I just want to pray. I, I know that it was simple. I hope you understood what I tried to say. If you don't, I can start again. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to invite like Olivia to just play some songs. I want to pray with you. Amen. Do you really understand? Like, sorry about my... My vocabulary and my English, I hope you're, you understand. So, can you stand up with me? I just want to... Hello. <laughs> just want to pray with you. And ask God to change our lives. More than change our situations. Change our hearts. And you can put your disabilities, your, your problems, your circumstances before God, but do not only ask for your circumstances and your problems. Ask for your heart. Say, Jesus, I know that you are not like a, a genie of the lamp. I, I, I'm on this like Aladdin mood now, but sometimes it, it seems that we just, the, the, the lamp and the, the Jesus come out of this lamp and we have two, three wishes now so Jesus yes I, I want a new car I want uh, 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 to be handsome I want to send my mother-in-law back to Brazil <laughs> it doesn't work She's, she'll come back she'll be back sometimes we put some some things in front of our hearts, we ask so many stupid things to God. And God just wants to, to know our hearts, to change our hearts. Just, just want to, to change our, our mindset and open our eyes to, to see who He really is. He's God. He's the a beautiful God, Jesus. Jesus, just, just want to ask you, Lord. May this this place, Lord, be a house of mercy, Lord. Just may this place, Lord, be full of your glory, Lord. 
We don't want to look to the wrong place anymore. We don't want to wait for an angel come down from heaven and touch the, the water. Because we are here, Lord. You are the living water that came to us, Lord. We couldn't make. We didn't have a strength. We didn't have like the, the possibility to go to you. But you came to us, Lord. Lord, you saw us inside of a, a, a hole, Lord. Like a, a pastor see, see his sheep inside of a hole. But instead you shout from the heavens, come out, come out of this hole. You came down, you entered on that hole and put your sheep in your arms and put him outside of the hole and you took his place. You took our place, our place of sin, of guilty. You came down from heaven, Lord, to bring salvation to us. And this is what I want you to put before you, Lord, we believe in you, we believe that you came here for, in a purpose to, to save us, Lord, this is the main thing, Lord, everything is secondary now, may our hearts be connected to your heart, Lord, may our, our prayer be your prayer, May our, our mind think about your things, Lord. Our, our ears be open to listen to your voice. And when you open our mouth, Lord, your, your word come out of, 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 out of our mouth, Lord. Reach people, Lord. And bring salvation to other people, Lord. This is the desire of our hearts this morning. I don't care, Lord, if you're going to change my situation. Now... It would be good if you could change our situation. But I want ask you to change my heart first, Lord. Change my heart first, Lord. Bless your church, Lord. Bless this church, Lord. May we understand all these things, Lord. Just want to declare that we love you. We need you. We are nothing without you, Lord. You are everything. You are everything in our lives, Lord. Just make your way. Make your way, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen.